Okay, so I'm here with Afua. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Um, so as you know, I've been reading Push Out, The Criminalization of Black Girls in Schools, and I just wanted to ask questions um, to like my Black friends and family about how they experience like, schooling, um, being a Black girl there. Um, so I just have a couple questions for you. Uh, my first one is just, how did you feel like the treatment of Black girls were like in general at your school? And then if you have anything specifically that you felt in school like anything against oh, no. you as a black girl so um for a little bit of context i went to a pwi which is a predominantly white institution um and at that school you know there was a very s small amount of just minority students in general especially black girls um and i think something that really stood out to black girls in general was dress coding and how that was handled with them in uh comparison to just like white girls um i think there's just that like over sexualization of black women's bodies and that kind of goes into over policing a lot of uh the black girls that were at school and i could definitely see um if someone were to pull up like a like the statistics of like how often people get dress coded for the same things uh, you could definitely see um a lot of the black girls were kind of unfairly targeted in that way um in general like disciplinary wise uh, from my own personal experience, I had a friend group that was pretty diverse, but still, like, majority of us were black, um, and so uh, one day in the hallway, we were, like, congregating in a circle, and it didn't really look sketchy to us, um, but then the one faculty member um, came up to us and just, like, hovered for a good two minutes, uh, and it was really awkward, and she was like, oh, just making sure everything is okay over here. And that was just weird. Um, it's little things like that tend to happen. Uh, I think in general, when minorities uh, congregate, mostly black students, um, I don't know what it is, but I think we know what it is. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, um, Monique Morris actually talks about that in her book about this over-sexualization of black women, I mean, black girls in school and the idea that like, they're either maturing faster or they're like they're seen as women in the same way that black boys are usually seen as men and that's why like there's this um idea with like over policing like they're treated more as men instead of children like the children yeah. that they are um and then that goes into this over sexualization because they're seen as women um and the curves like anything that they wear is seen as inherently sexy while like white women uh it's not inherently the, the same to them um so thank you for that. And then another question we had that was discussed in the book was about this, the stereotype of the black girl attitude. Oftentimes there was this idea that um, usually like black women or well, black girls in schools who decide to want to speak up for themselves usually are told that they are either talking back or being disrespectful or being very aggressive. So I was wondering if you experienced any of that in schools. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely generally really reserved, and so in terms of disciplinary action on myself, um, didn't necessarily experience that a lot, but I definitely saw it in a lot of my friends who were pretty much as outspoken as any other, you know, student who wasn't super reserved, but there tended to be, it seemed like less tolerance for them maybe having a bad day or acting out. Um, and that tolerance could be seen with microaggressive words like attitude or um, there just seemed to be this like wall of less empathy for a lot of um, black students struggling or and most of the time it was just like it would end up looking like a lack of uh, communication between 
the teachers and those students like there's just not that connection um because of that uh racial difference and the lack of black teachers to kind of serve as like uh people who could at least see them there was just a lack of visibility and that kind of led to misinterpreting a lot of uh maybe students just not feeling at home and automatically taking that oh that's a troublesome person disciplinary action so yeah yeah um, in the book, uh, Dr. Morris talks about how black girls make up 35% of the number of girls detained in juvenile facilities, although they only make up 14% of girls nationally. And while this is a very high disproportionate statistic, um, do you have anything to say about why it's not really talked about about black girls with the school to prison kind of pipeline in the same way that it talk, they talk about black boys? Ooh, yeah, I think that's a really interesting topic because we do kind of put a lot of the focus on the school to prison pipeline for boys. I think maybe it's because the pipeline may be more visibly direct with kind of brute force action against students um, in schools that are policed heavily. Um, and I think for black women, sometimes there are nuances that get missed in misogynoir. And I think part of it is also just the idea that, oh, let's focus on this bigger issue in the community before we get to you you know i think in a lot of both feminist and black issues black women get pushed to the back um because it's like oh how about we get this overarching thing um you know addressed first or let's start with black men because black women have maybe more issues with um you know first misogyny um racism and then misogynoir so i think definitely it's not talked about mostly because we push black women to the back burner all the time um, so it's not surprising. Yeah, totally agree. Um, and then my last thing is, um, were you in a school that like had police there? I was not. Um, I went to, I briefly attended a middle school that um, was not policed internally, but we definitely had um, cars out because it was just a place where a lot of fights, a lot of things happened. Um, and I think you can definitely tell the difference between the tension in a school where that presence is looming, even if it's not within the school, even if they're like ready outside. Um, you can tell there's just like, it's, it's not necessarily the environment that school's supposed to be, where students are supposed to make mistakes and um, feel like they're coming somewhere safe, especially if home is not the place that you consider your safe space. Um, so. Although that I didn't spend a lot of time in that school, I could still feel that difference between um, being there and the other schools I've been to. Yeah, I just think it's a very interesting thing that even though you're talking about your high school and there weren't very many police officers there, it still felt like there was this kind of over-policing by even administrators right. or things like that right. within your school, which just kind of shows that this over-policing isn't just officers just being there. It's uh, like an educational, like systematic kind of thing. Exactly. That's the pipeline aspect too, because it's... Um, if people are constantly projecting this air of suspicion onto you, it's gonna feel like you're being policed. It's gonna feel like your counselors are not your counselors, they're like correctional officers. And that's not right. I think um, we really have to think about how there are children in these schools. These are places where minors are, you know? And so to already make, to already create this air of policing, um, I think it just sets the wrong tone and it makes uh, students feel like they're not trusted. And if you don't feel trusted, you don't necessarily feel 
any purpose to do better or feel uh, like you can confide in anyone who's supposed to be an adult uh, that's there to help you. Yeah, well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Anaya. Uh, this was really cool.